Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown. Now, my normal co-hosts aren't with me today. I'm hoping that F.P. Santangelo Jr. is going to join us. Uh, But until then, uh, we are going to have a special guest, uh, an old friend of mine, Chris Brown, who's a chartered financial analyst. And why are we having him on? Because he's going to talk about the NBA franchises and NFL franchises and uh, the worth of them. Um, at each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question, and the theme today is the World Series seventh game. And let's see how much uh, we'll see how much our guest Chris Brown knows about seventh games of the World Series going back. Oh, let's see here. We got uh, not too long. Nineteen ninety-seven, nineteen seventy-nine was the earliest question, so nothing from the nineteen twenties or anything like that. All right, uh, so we're going to talk about what's going on with the Suns ownership. Uh, a little bit maybe a Ben Saga, a Ben Saga, Ben Simmons Saga. See what's going on with that. Uh, congressman from Illinois is asking for all documents and communications regarding the Washington football team and John Gruden. And I want to see what uh, Chris Brown, our special guest, has to say about all that. All right. Uh, and also maybe you get into Patrick Mahomes' mom saying that interceptions are not Patrick's fault and should not be counted as interceptions. And I think she's got a point on that. All right, uh, maybe we'll even get to about the fan uh, giving back the uh, 600 TV back to uh, Tom Brady. All right, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 6%. Check them out. Doesn't get any more conservative than that. PacificPrivateMoney.com. Stay with us. You are listening to Sports Econ 101. When we come back, we're going to have our special guest, Chris Brown, who's a chartered financial analyst to discuss NBA franchises, what's going on with the Suns ownership, and maybe we'll see a little bit about an NFL uh, because Jeff Bezos has decided not to buy the Broncos. All right, don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe. 
where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeshoreLodge.com. Palio Restaurant has been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there is no surprise that it's been voted best overall restaurant in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio has been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays. Reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. That's paliosf.com, P-A-L-I-O-S-F.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. Live life at the Mount View Hotel in Calistoga with poolside wine and music every afternoon at their vino and vinyl bar. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, enjoy dinner and a movie in their new outdoor theater. When you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel, a small boutique hotel where there's never large crowds, just beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years, MountViewHotel.com. Welcome back to Sports Ecom 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host. My co-hosts are not with me, but I have a special guest in the studio here, Chris Brown, to discuss NBA franchises. He's a chartered financial analyst. Chris, welcome to... Great to have me. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Okay, so... uh, I said on the previous segment about we're going to discuss NBA franchises and values and what's going on with ESPN and the owner and the Suns ownership. Take it away. Well, so uh, over this past uh, weekend, um, uh, some tweets came out that uh, ESPN was working on a story regarding Phoenix Suns owner uh, Robert Sarver uh, that he had engaged in in uh, sort of similar activity. Uh, to Donald Sterling in that there was a genuine, there was a, a, a potentially a genuine threat that the Suns might be, uh, uh, might be sold or might be have a forced sale. Forced sale, yeah. In the same way that, that Sterling was fo- forced to sell the, uh, the Clippers uh, back in 2014. And uh, the reason 
it, it, a whole bunch of interest stuff because it it totally reset the valuation for NBA for NBA franchises. Nothing had traded over a billion uh, before that particular point, and uh, Ballmer came in with a two billion dollar valuation for uh, for the Clippers, which I think all of the ownership groups were very happy to to go see, and that and that valuation got locked in. Um, when the Houston Rockets were sold a couple of years later to uh, Tillman Fertitta and, and his group uh, for $2.2 billion. So these, these, um, these opportunities represent or seem to represent an opportunity for NBA owners or could uh, for them to sort of reset franchise valuations. And I think it'll be very interesting to see how those things get set. Yeah, yeah let me ask you, when uh, Donald Sterling had to sell, uh, who set the price, right? I mean, it, because it wasn't so much that there was a big feeding frenzy on it. Um, no, I think I, I think it was a combination of a couple of things. One is they didn't want they didn't they, they had to come out with a takeout bid because otherwise there was the risk of, you know, a long, arduous lawsuit process. So it had to be a, it, it probably had to be a deal uh, that would satisfy Sterling to go away um, uh, while at the same time, you know, uh, uh, you know, providing you know, a way for somebody to come in and, and, and bump up franchise valuations. Before uh, the Sterling situation. What was the highest price? Do you know that was paid for NBA? Well, the the Warriors had been had been purchased a couple of years earlier. I think it was in in 2011, uh, and that was and that was for 450 million, and and that was between the Lake of Goober uh, group that won it and um, and Larry Ellison. Larry uh, wasn't going to go above uh, 400 million uh, at that uh, at, at that particular point. There may have been another team sold, you know, for around that figure. Uh, in, in in between, um, uh, I wonder but, what the warrior value is now. You know, if, um, they're 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 up in that two billion dollar valuation. Also, so. because they own now they have their own arena, right? So some of these value when you're looking at these things, you've got to look at what's sort of included, uh, because that can sort of you know muddy the waters a bit. But I you know I, I don't think that the that the Clippers have uh, maybe they have half half the Staples Center along with the Lakers, um, but that's still not the whole arena. And um, uh, so you, you have to look at what's the, the total package. And if there's an arena included, uh, that's sort of why, for example, the Dallas Cowboys have such a great valuation because they're there. That that stadium is part of the entire is, is part of the uh, entire or is included in the entire franchise. And with all the uh, uh, supply chain <laughs> being slowed down, I don't know of anyone who could even build a stadium for the next 10 years, you know? <laughs> well, not in California, but, but it all, it'll, it, again, it'll all be, it'll all be very interesting. They've got, they've got a decent arena down, um, uh, uh, down in Phoenix. It's, you know, they, they've, they were, uh, you know, in, in the NBA finals this last year. So the, the, you know, valuations can be, can be pretty good, but Chris Paul's not getting any younger um, and they haven't, and they didn't sign uh, DeAndre Aiden to an extension. Um, they'll still have his bird rights and some other things, but um, they didn't get it done when they could have, when they had exclusive negotiating rights with him. Uh, so it'll be, in, it'll be interesting to see how that all from just the contractual and on the court stuff, how that plays out over the next year and a half. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, the thing that's kind of hard is all this social justice situation where, you know, who decides what is going to, what crosses the line? You know, I mean, at some point you're going to have to thought police too, right? Well, to me, it more feeds into, into, into viewership numbers and getting back to valuation around uh, media packages and things like that. So, um, you know, viewership has been down for the NBA. It's been down across most sports, uh, sports platforms. 
Um, and the NBA TV contract is coming up in about 18 months here. And they're looking for a big bump. They're looking, uh, you know, roughly at a $75 billion package um, and, and possibly extending out over a few years. So uh, this last package, I believe, uh, was for uh, uh, roughly $40 billion and it was a seven-year package. Um, yeah, you know what's, what's interesting is uh, this whole COVID thing, I think people assumed one situation and it turned out not to be as an example there was the assumption well if people are home much they're going to start having a lot more kids but i think this whole covid thing kind of suppressed the uh uh libidos let's put it that way of of both male and female right and then you think also okay well people are staying home i mean guys love sports so they're going to be wanting to just you know watch sports all the time but there's a, I think there's a big part of the fact that if there's no fans, and I felt that too, you know, watching games and going, there's just something about not hearing the fans. And then when you try to pump it in and they have pictures of people and stuff, it's like, this isn't the same thing. Well, and I think, and I, and I think it affected the players on the court too. I, I mean, I, and it, all of it was pretty suboptimal. Uh, they, they tried to, they, they, they tried to uh, soldier through the best way that they, that they, that they thought they could, but yeah. um I think everybody's glad to have folks back in uh, back in the stands and and yeah. uh, hopefully uh, settling things back down to a more normal routine. Which is kind of interesting that you know Andrew Wiggins uh, for the Warriors he he kept holding off on getting the vaccine uh, and then they basically said well you, you you can't play any home games or probably even in Brooklyn uh, because of, of the rules that the city had mandated. Now, Kyrie Irving, and nobody seemed to protest, you know, but uh, apparently now Kyrie Irving, uh, well, let's go back. So Wiggins decided, you know what, there's too much money on the table. I want to increase my family. I'm just going to go ahead, bite the bullet, take the vaccine. But Kyrie still has held off as of today. And people are protesting because they want to see him play, you know, let him play, let him play. And yeah, well, I mean, certainly for for for, max, uh, for vaccine mandates in in New York and California and, and other parts of the league are are are, are going to take this on. Um, I think um, the best person that I've seen on it with that uh, talk about it was Jonathan Isaac, who I thought got some good play uh, uh, and gave a very eloquent. Um, Go ahead, tell, let, tell the audience what he said. Well, just uh, basically uh, his uh, his stance was, "Hey, look, I've I've had COVID." Um, uh, my understanding through talking with my health professionals is that, uh, this vaccine won't, you know, prevent me from getting it again. And then, and I probably have better immunity, uh, natural immunity than, than having to take the, the, to take the vaccine. And given my age and stage in life and what I think the risks are, uh, relative to having uh, an adverse effect from the vaccine, I choose not to take the vaccine. That is, that is and you said it very eloquently too, you know, I mean, cause you think about it and I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but uh, I kind of feel very similar to what he's saying, you know, I mean, if, it, cause I, I believe I had it pretty much before anybody because I had it back in January of 2020 before anybody even knew what it was. And I, you know, been kind of, I mean, I got over it very, very quickly. I, I'd be more concerned that the vaccine might open oneself up to the variant or some new variant versus just allow the, you know, the the, the natural antibodies to do. And nobody really knows. That's the thing. Hey, tell you what, we're going to, let's get to work. I know you're ready to say something. Let's let, let's I'm good back on that. Okay. And again, like I said, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, you know, but I 
kind of believe in uh, uh, leaving people alone if they need to be left alone. Okay, here's our first trivia question. We're talking seventh game of the World Series. The winning team in the seventh game of the 1997 World Series was also the first wild card team to win the series. Which team are we talking about? Call, uh, actually, you know what, don't call. Uh, email edward at sportsecon101.com the answer to this question. The winning team in the seventh game of the 1997 World Series was also the first wildcard team to win the series. Which team was it? All right, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Ecom 101. We're going to be right back. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo! I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa! That's ridiculous! Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744-800-756-3744-800-756-3744-800-756-3744-800-756-3744-800-756-3744-800-756-3744-800-756-3744-800-756-3744-800-756-3744-800-756-3744-800-756-3744-800-756-3744-800-756-3744-800-
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with my special guest, Chris Brown, which, by the way, he spells his name with an E at the end, so we're not related. All right, the winning team in the seventh game of the 1997 World Series was also the first wildcard team to win the series. Which team are we talking about, Mr. Brown? We are talking the Florida Marlins. Florida Marlins, yeah. That was before they uh, became the Miami Marlins. I like Florida Marlins better. Some of the Miami Marlins just doesn't roll off the tongue like Florida Marlins. You know, they, they they wanted to get greater local involvement, so they 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 switched over to Miami. And that's probably why the California Angels changed to Los Angeles Angels, which well, is because they used to, of Anaheim, right? by the way. Of yeah, they, that's right. Yeah, the um, and they used to they actually used to be the L.A. Angels like back in the '60s, I think. That's, that is that is correct. That's correct. Yeah, you know your sports are like that. Gene Mock days, baby. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, so you know, let's continue on with this. We're talking a little business here. So let, let me let's kind of shift over. So here you get this congressman from Illinois asking for all documents and communications regarding the Washington football team and John Gruden. And we're talking, I don't know, 600,000 emails or something. A, doesn't Congress have enough on their plate? You know, B, how about letting the commissioner handle it? What are your thoughts on, on all that? Well, um, I, I think there's a couple of things that are going on there. One is, um, uh, I, if, if you're asking me to look at this from like a political, from more of a political perspective, I think that there were people that were, that were um, uh a little circumspect about how all of this was handled with Gruden, um, why it came out, when it did, how it did. And um, I think that there are folks who are, you know, more than a little upset that, that, that this kind of stuff is coming out um, that it was, you know, 11 year old emails between him and, and Bruce yeah, Allen. Yeah, who private was, emails so long ago. I mean, the, the, the GM, I mean, it doesn't, you know, again, you know, um, but that, you know, I, I think that that's where that, that that's where it comes from. Does Congress have better things to do? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but but, uh, you know, certainly that that's I think that's where the uh, um, the impetus is coming from. I, I wonder how much of it has to do with the fact that it's Washington, since it's Washington, D.C., versus like if it was, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs or, you know, the Tampa Bay Bucks, you know, or, or Jacksonville floor, you know, Jaguars. <laughs> well, I, I think if there was a release, if there was a release of emails um, for any team that resulted in the firing of a head coach and under the same sort of circumstances, it quite possibly. I mean, the, the I mean, there's sort of two things that are going on. One is, is that there's an investigation very similar to, our, to what we were talking about in the first segment uh, of you know, the Washington football team, its ownership was there, were there racist, sexist, misogynistic kind of culture, yeah. culture going on there um, uh, with the idea of, uh, you know, trying to pressure Daniel Snyder to get him out of the league. That could be a possibility, good, good right? Point. And, Very good point. And, and, and then, you know, you've got what is, uh, I think, again, according to Forbes, the third most valuable NFL franchise in play. And what's that worth? And, mm. And the power of having a local DC franchise and who would, you know, all of those things. I mean, the, the, it's had only two owners in the last, you know, what, since the seventies, uh, right. So it's just been Jack Kent cook and, and, uh, yeah. and, Dan, and Daniel Snyder. Um, so uh, that, I mean, and, and that, and that ownership or that franchise does is you probably, you know, have tremendous sort of prestige within the beltway. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that uh, certainly how that all plays out. And, and, um, I wonder if they're going to come up with a, a team name. I mean, it could be the Washington Senators. Uh, 
you know. I mean, even St. St. Louis used to have the Cardinals baseball and football team. I, I think uh, I think they're happy with football team. We'll see what we'll really? see. What we'll <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing is you have to choose something that nobody would, you know. How about the uh, the Tiger Lilies or something passive, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't I don't think you'll get a fan. I don't think you'll get a fan base. Uh, no, they, they, they could around. do the Washington Hogs, right? Because they they used to call the front line. They, the they could do that. Right? Yeah, but that's then they one. might say, well, that. You know that the, there's something to do with fat people or something. You know, it's like you, you can't please everyone. <laughs> you're, you're, fat, you're fat shaming if you use hogs. Yeah, probably. Animal appropriation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Anyway, um, hey, looking at this. Uh, okay, so Tom Brady throws a 600 TD pass, and Mike Evans goes ahead and just without thinking, because I mean, who who would know while you're playing football? Oh, by the way, this is going to be the 600 TD, right? So he just gave it to a fan, and. Then it, it figured out very quickly, hey, wait, that was a 600th uh, TD. And uh, you can see somebody, and I'm not sure who's the one person who asked for it back, probably someone on the, uh, uh, the squad. It was, it was, yeah, it was someone on the staff. Some some, the staff someone on the yeah. staff, and they, they, worked, they worked out a deal. They worked out a deal with the fan and, and got the football back for Brady. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, people are, I mean, I, I'm trying to imagine if I were, if I were in the stands, I don't know if I'd really think about the significance per se, except for, oh, this is a nice memento. Oh, yeah, of course. Sure. Here it is. And then hope, you know, oh, okay, well, can I get something? Right. And so I can't really blame the fan, but some people are kind of going, what an idiot. That thing was worth $500,000, you know, and apparently Brady is offering to give him uh, one Bitcoin, uh, which is 63,000, just isn't bad, you know, and maybe sign some stuff. It's, 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 uh, people, people have an overinflated view about what sports memorabilia, uh, you know, uh, is worth in the, in, in, in in the moment, if you want to, you know, it, would it have been worth, you know, some, uh, uh, you know, a a nice couple thousand bucks worth of, you know, chunk of change in a, in a few years. Yeah, maybe, but I mean, come on people. Oh, I know. And also it's like, you know, and it's so funny how people like, this football versus another one I've got in my hand that wasn't actually the one that was thrown, you know, I mean, it's really same thing, you know, it could be baseball or, or whatever. That's, that's, that's the whole sports memorabilia market is, is the, is the idea of provenance and, and, yeah. uh, and all those things. And, and that that was the ball that did it in the authentication of those things and, 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 and that whole bit. So well, no, I think really- it was great. I think the, I, to me, the, the bigger Brady story is when he went up to the kid that, that, uh, yeah. Uh, with brain cancer and, and, you know, gave him the hat and the, and the gloves and, and, and all that stuff. And just, and just made that kids, yeah. you know, day, month, week, you know, whatever. I mean, that, who knows you know, how, how, I remember the kid, did he beat cancer? Is that what it was? He's battling. He's, he's, he's battling, he's battling, battling cancer. I don't, I don't know if he's, you know, I don't know if he's beaten it, but certainly for, for a kid who's going through that and, and Tom to take the time out to do that. I think that was a, that you was know, a from a science standpoint, you really wonder health wise. It's like that. I mean, that kid could just beat it just because of that. You know, I mean, it's amazing the power of your mind to get so excited with the endorphins of, you know, being a kid and go, Oh my gosh, Tom Brady, you know, this is awesome. You know, I, re- I really like what Mookie, but we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I don't remember the player, but it was his first hit and it was a home run and it was over Mookie Betts' head basically. And, um, and, and when Mookie found out, I mean, I guess he realized, Oh, this is this kid's first hit. He looked up to the stands and he asked for the ball back and, and, and basically said, Hey, listen, don't worry. I'll take care of you. 
And so the fan just trusted Mookie and went ahead and tossed him the ball. They gave the ball to the player. And sure enough, you know, uh, the next inning going out there, Mookie bring, brings a bat and signs it, you know, and, and, and kind of a, a nice little trade off. Because, I mean, the guy's first home run, I mean, that's not going to be worth yeah, yeah, yeah. 500000 like this 600 TD ball. But uh, I, thought, I thought it was really classy. You know, he's just a really, real class act. Even for a Dodger, he's a good guy. Even for a Dodger, yeah. <laughs> Talking about a big Giants fan here and Mr. Chris Brown. And remember, yeah. we are a national show, so we try not to do too much of the home team. But of course, we've got to, you know, kind of give it all, uh, sort of spread the wealth, so to speak. And um, well, I, I've talked about this last week, or I tried to talk about it and didn't have enough time. So I'm going to get into it now. Patrick Holmes' mom says interceptions that are not Patrick's fault should not be counted as interceptions. And it's funny because, you know, you can think about it. She kind of has a point. I mean, if he throws a ball that the, that should have been caught by a wide receiver and for some reason he just bobbles it and then it gets intercepted. Unfortunately, that's counted as an interception. And it, Uh, you know, it, 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 I don't know how you're going to judge that one. I mean, again, because it's, it's, where's the ball supposed to be? Is the ball on him? Is he tipping it because they're reaching, they're reaching for it and these are going off fingertips. Are they, you know, there's a whole series of factors that, 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 that go into it. I totally understand the hard luck of the, the, the hard luck factor uh, within it. But as long as they're counting them all, every quarterback's interceptions the same way, I'm good with it. Well, that's true. And also if I, if, if he throws like a, a, you know, a screen pass for three, you know, five, let's say five yards and, and it turns out it's an 80 yard touchdown. Doesn't he get credited for an 80 he gets yard? For the, he gets credit for 80 yards of passing. That's, gotcha. that's, oh, yeah. that's or, all, all or, yak, or, all he, gets, he gets all the yak yards. I mean, I think the bigger thing for this year for, for, for Mahomes is, is just one, how many he's throwing. And and how low is his his rating? I mean, this is this has been you know several weeks in a row. He's down at around a, a seventy five uh, quarterback rating. Yeah. Uh, and uh, throwing out of different arm slots, uh, which was great, but you know they, he's he's been forcing a lot of throws, and um, that was the concern when he was coming out of Texas Tech. And um, I think the big question folks are asking is 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 how and why is he reverting back to this? Well, point? he I mean, now after that big hit. You know, even though he didn't, I don't know how he didn't break his neck, get a concussion out of that. That was just scary. It really was. Um, but also, yeah, it's like if he throws a, a, an 80 yard pass and it's incomplete, but there's pass interference, he gets credited for uh, a complete. No, he gets, they only get the penalty yards. He doesn't get, he doesn't get the, he doesn't get the, doesn't get the penalty yards. So he doesn't get, that's not a completion. That's the, the, Oh, they don't count that as a completion? Uh, oh, okay. Penalty yards. Okay. Well, that, okay. There, there you go. All right. So here's our second trivia question. Who was the winning pitcher in the seventh game of the 2001 World Series? You know that one too? Uh, I, I think I do. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll see when we get back. All right. Email edward at sportsecom101.com. The answer to this question. Who was the winning pitcher in the seventh game of the 2001 World Series? Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back.
Idaho Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all of South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. Live life at the Mount View Hotel in Calistoga with poolside wine and music every afternoon at their vino and vinyl bar. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, enjoy dinner and a movie in their new outdoor theater. When you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel, a small boutique hotel where there's never large crowds, just beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distant space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years, MountViewHotel.com. Angie's List is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, along with my co-host for today, special guest, Chris Brown. Uh, again, no relation. Chris has an E at the end of his name. Brother from another mother. Uh, brother, yeah, that's right. In fact, uh, I asked my dad, how come we couldn't have an E at the end of our name? And he said he couldn't afford it back then. Thank All right. Much. Here's our uh, second trivia question. Who was the winning pitcher in the seventh game of the 2001 World Series? And uh, Chris, you know the answer and give us the explanation as to why. Well, uh, so 2001, uh, that was right after 9-11. And so that was uh, Yankees Diamondbacks. Everybody was was geeked up for it. Giuliani was there doing his thing. And um, lots of pride. Bush threw out the first pitch that was huge in the in the beginning of that series. Uh, and uh, so it was Yankees Diamondbacks. It all came down to the seventh game. It all came down to late innings in the seventh game. And Randy Johnson came in 
to uh, to sort of shut it down. I think it was Luis Gonzalez got the base winning, the game winning hit in that game. So yes, very yeah. good. I like, I like that. So so far you're batting uh, six sixty seven. That's 60. not bad at all. We'll what see. Are, what did I miss? Yeah, well, well. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're actually batting. You're actually batting a thousand so Thank far. You. You're two. You're. We haven't asked the third question. Two for two. <laughs> We're gonna. My, my, I somebody, my bad. I think somebody here's the math guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm looking at him all. Well, he's got two out of three so far. So that's six sixty-seven. <laughs> oh boy, I'm, I'm glad you put me in my place. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, so the Major League Baseball is going to start requiring all teams to provide housing for its minor league players next season. Uh, right now, at AAA players are only making $700 a week. Yeah. It's tough. It's uh, be, be, not being in the show. You ride the bus. Yeah. bus takes, <laughs> I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a very tough life. And so that you, when, you, when you see and hear these, uh, of these guys who come up to the show to play, and and they've been in the big leagues for six, seven, eight, nine years. I mean, it's a grind. You don't make any money uh, unless you, you know you've you've signed something big up front, or you're an early round draft pick, or any of those kinds of things. You might get, and you got Scott Boris as your agent, maybe. But yeah. most for most of those for most of those guys, it's, it's a slog. Yeah, the um, it's interesting because here in San Rafael, a uh, small town in uh, just north of San Francisco. We had a, uh, it's an international uh, league, independent, excuse me, in, not international, independent uh, pro baseball. And they literally were asking uh, the, the townspeople, um, hey, if you can put these people up, let them sleep in your den or, you know, for a while, uh, that'll help. Because, I, I mean, they, I don't think they were making even $700 a week. Yeah, no, that Eric, Eric Burns was playing with that team for a little while right. in San Rafael. Yeah, he, yeah. After yeah. he retired, he, he he would cruise over there and and uh, and play a few games. Yeah, and he had he had signed a fairly good sized contract. Uh, now when he played for the A's and then he, Diamondbacks, right? A's and Diamondbacks, and then he went and then he was uh, he's done a lot of work for um, uh, MLB Network and 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 stuff like that. And, and after he had retired, he he would he'd go play games over in, in San Rafael with that with that team. You know, and so did uh, Spaceman Bill Lee, because Bill Lee had grown up here, <clears throat> and uh, he, he actually got to pitch in the 75 World Series, which was a very exciting World Series with Carlton Fisk hitting game six, uh, you know, we, we, yep. he's trying to get the ball to go fair, and uh, he became uh, the oldest pitcher, uh, I think he was 65 years old, uh, to win a game in professional baseball, because he's still considered a professional, even though it's independent, I'm thinking... 65 years old and he I don't know how many innings he threw but it was a lot I mean, well I think... there was a great story about Nolan Ryan uh you know because he would he'd go to like the University of Texas and and throw and he could still bring heat I mean and folks would, would ask him they'd say express how come you know why aren't you why aren't you pitching anymore and he says he because no one that can nobody wants somebody that can pitch only every 10 days <laughs> Because he, he's just cold and tired and sore. So yeah, no, that's a really good point. I mean, you, can, you can bring it. It's it's the idea. You know, what is it? I, I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. It's, oh, that's I've never I haven't heard that. That's good. You know, it's so funny because I had Billy Bean on uh, general manager of the A's a few years ago, and uh, I really appreciate it because he doesn't usually come on to to shows and do interviews. Uh, but 
I kind of teasing him a little bit, just saying, you know, Billy, I'd like to try out for the team. You know, I, I can throw in the high 60s, you know. He wasn't impressed. No. <laughs> I figured, okay, every every pitch will be off speed. And, you know, I might strike. I'm not going to strike anybody out, but I might throw one past somebody because they'll be expecting a fastball. That's like that's like the old, that's like Rick Russell, though, when, he, when he pitched for oh, the yeah. Cubs and the, and the Giants, he had two pitches slow and slower. Yeah. <laughs> we must have had, I mean, he wasn't a bad pitcher, so he must have had, I mean. Big Daddy was a great pitcher. He yeah. just, he knew how to, he knew how to change speeds. And, and, and like I said, it was that he was the perfect, he was the perfect, uh, you know, change up guy and yeah. would, and, and, and had Paint that motion that just would fool you. So he, he was a great pitcher for the, both the Cubs and the Giants. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It reminds me when we were mentioning about uh, Nolan Ryan. Yeah. If you ever see the movie Cobb, I believe Tommy Lee Jones plays uh, Ty Cobb and he goes, I think he's in Vegas one time. This is like 1960 or something. And he's just in the audience uh, watching a comedy, uh, you know, some kind of act and someone fi- and, and the MC finds out that Ty Cobb is in the audience. And so he says, he goes, Hey, we got the great Ty Cobb here. Come on up. And so Ty Cobb goes on stage and, and uh, he asks him, he says, Oh, what do you, what do you think of these uh, pictures nowadays? He goes, ah, they're a bunch of, you know, candy, blank blanks and uh he says well really he goes, well, what do you think you could hit against these guys he goes eh, about 280 and he goes really 280 because you know you were a 365 or 375 hitter he goes, 280 that's not really that great and he goes i'm 65 years old what do you think <laughs> <laughs> i love that that's a that's a great one um in fact it's funny you mentioned about rick rushell it was the opposite for walter johnson uh, he said he he'd throw a fastball. If that didn't work, he'd throw a faster one. Yeah. You know? In no, fact, he, there was, there was he, a story about his catcher one time. It was like before this is before they had lights going on in uh, in stadiums, and the sun was starting to go down, and uh, <laughs> Walter was like still in his windup, and the catcher goes like that in his mitt, and the umpire strike. <laughs> oh, I love those. I believe it. Yeah, exactly. Um, hey, moving on. What one thing more about basketball? What's going on with Ben Simmons? That's uh, continues, well, uh, huh? So, so, I mean, look, um, Ben is uh, Ben's trying to figure it out. I think, and I think uh, Philadelphia is trying to figure it out. Daryl Morey asked for way too much. Uh, the challenge for Ben is is that he can't hit his free throws down the stretch, and he's got not much of he doesn't have much of a mid range game, or a three point uh, or, or a three point game. And he took a lot of heat in the playoffs last year. Um, uh, a lot of folks don't feel that uh, there are, there are uh, folks who don't feel that Simmons and, and, and Embiid can play together uh, alongside one another. And then the question becomes, what kind of deal can you get for a guy like Ben Simmons? Yeah. Um, uh, and, and right now, you know, as, as, as Daryl Morey has been saying, basically their best offers are for draft picks and role players and they're trying to win a championship. So um you know, I, it, it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I, I don't know if I would have advised Ben to, to quite, have, you know, played it out like he is playing it out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be stuck here. I think the, the NBA season this year, uh, I think, is going to be really interesting. It's very wide open, um, given what Kyrie's, you know, Kyrie's situation with the Nets, Simmons' situation with the Sixers. Um, there's no clear-cut favorite. I don't, I don't think Russ fits with the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, or at least they've got a lot, they, they, they got a lot of figuring out to do and, and, and they're clearly frustrated right now. Uh, so I, I think it's, I, I think it's pretty, uh, I think it's pretty wide open. Um, 
Uh, Utah could be could be a big player uh, in, in all this. They shoot the three really well. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's still really early. You know, how, what are we, you know, less than 10 games into the season, you know? Yeah, so. it's going to take a while for fit. And, and, and inevitably there are going to be more injuries and how teams and, and, you know, and team depth is going to come into it as you go through the campaign. But, but um, you know, uh, it, my guess is Ben comes to Sacramento. Um, and, the, and the question is, is sort of, you know, what does Sacramento give up to make that, uh, to make that happen? Can they do a package around Buddy Heald and a couple of others? Because, yeah. Halliburton is not tradable. They don't want to trade. Uh, they love Davion Mitchell and 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 Fox. So um, we'll see how it we'll see how it uh, it all it all comes together. How much is 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 Ben? Um, uh, that's and there's FP on the phone. Uh, and I'm going to tell him I'm going to call. I'm going to have to call him right back. <laughs> He'll have to join us for the last two minutes or something. Um, so. The uh, that's so funny. Um, how much is Ben supposed to be making this year? Well, he's he's I think he's two years through a through a four year extension, so he's got in the in the low thirties I think is on his uh, is on his contract. Um, it's like thirty two, thirty three. He's actually comparable, but this was all the talk before with in terms of the Warriors picking him up. Do you trade Wiggins um, and maybe a few other pieces, a couple of rook, you know one or two rookies and, and draft picks? That was what was being asked for, you know. Uh, around the draft and right after the draft yeah. uh, were, was, was, you know, some package like that salary wise, he's pretty close to what Wiggins uh, to what Wiggins is making. Yeah. Um, but I think Wiggins gives you, you know, as much defensively Ben's one of the best defensive players, but on the offensive side of the ball, uh, Andrew gives you uh, a lot more, uh, you know, although there are folks that are upset with Andrew's contract, so you can't make anybody happy. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. Um, right. Any predictions for the World Series now that, it, that it's down to the two teams? Uh, Astros in five. Astros in five. Wow. Yeah, I, I just, I, I mean, I, 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 they, they've been there. They've been there before. I think they've got. Um, I, I think they got a better team, and I think, uh, uh, you know, as long as as long as Dusty doesn't mess it up, it, the, the Astros should 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 win this one pretty pretty straightforward. Now, it, it, is there still a lot of uh, bad feelings out there from the fan base because of all the cheating scandals from a couple of years ago? And it seems like maybe people are saying, well, you know what, the, the, there's still some cheating going on. Uh, well, you, one, you got to prove it. Uh, look, um, you know, if you find it, great, n- knock it out. But, you know, I, I think um, uh, do the Dodgers, uh, do the Dodgers have a gripe um, from back a couple of years ago? Yes. Does anybody do you, do you carry that forward into now? Eh, come on, let's play ball and 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 yeah. let's see who the better team is. Okay. And uh, do you think Kyler Murray's going to take uh, uh, the Cardinals? Arizona looks Arizona looks tough. I, I certainly didn't expect um, expect him to look you know this good this early in the season. Uh, Murray's looking very good, delivering the football really well, very accurate with the, been very accurate with the football. That defense has been awesome. So I mean, when you can, when you're when you're putting up 30 points a game, and uh, your defense is, you know, with uh, Chandler, you know, Chandler Jones and some of these other folks that are on that uh, uh, on that D line, uh, they're going to be they're going to be tough in what's a tough NFC West, and um, uh, you know, we'll see how uh, we'll see if the injury bug bites them, but they're looking pretty good. 
you know what? Back to the Astros. The uh, I think I would want them in five, maybe even a sweep, because I, the thing is, I don't like the Braves with that stupid tomahawk chop and ooh. You know, and it's funny with all of the politically correct stuff out there. How come that hasn't been banned? You know, <laughs> they, they, they they've tried a few times. I'm sure they have. Just like in Seattle, they tried to ban the wave. <laughs> Remember that? That's where it started. Well, there are there are people who have very strong opinions about the wave. Yeah. <laughs> It takes away from the, uh, I, I think it's kind of cute, actually. Okay, here's our third trivia question about seventh game of the World Series. 1979 was the year of the Pirates and We Are Family song, the song you couldn't avoid if you watched very much baseball that year. Who hit the home run that put them ahead to stay in the seventh game against the Orioles? Huh, okay. All right. Email Edward at sportsecom101.com. The answer to that question, don't touch that dial. Sportsecom 101 will be right back with some closing comments. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063-800-957-6063-800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. 
Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery in confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, along with my special guest, Chartered Financial Analyst, Chris Brown, who's going to join us in the future because he knows a lot about sports. Third trivia question, 1979 was the year of the Pirates and We Are Family song that you couldn't avoid if you watched baseball very much that year. Who hit the home run that put them ahead to stay in the seventh game against the Orioles? Well, so uh, that... The three guys that could do it, uh, it's, it was either Stargell at first, Parker, who was in uh, right field, or Matlock at third. I, I'm, I'm going to go with old man Willie. Uh, yes, bing, ding, 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 ding. That is correct. Old man Willie Stargell. Back when we were kids, we used to emulate his, uh, you know. The, yeah, his wind-up. The, you know, wind he, up rolled, exactly. he rolled the bat through. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, it was the lefty swing. So you roll the bat through this way. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then uh, it's funny because if, if Dave Parker, unfortunately, toward the end of his career, you know, he just he wasn't playing that well. Obviously, he was an older. Oh, he, had some great, he had some great years for the A's he, after that. He he did, and yeah. boy, I'll tell you, if you go back to uh, highlights and watch him throw out people from uh, right well, field, he, he had that throw in the All Star. It was the All Star yes, game. That, that's was, right, All Star game that year that he just he uncorked one. He kind of from, took over from, for Roberto from Clemente. Right you know, his was, his right. That was amazing. And that, by the way, that was the only year that the Pirates used those hats. With, oh, the stripe uh, with the with the little, little rings around them, rings right? around them. Yeah. Hey, tell you what. Okay, here's our thoughts for the day. My landlord says he needs to come to talk to me about how how high my heating bill is. I told him my door is always open. Uh, yeah. And did you hear about the man who fell into an upholstery machine? No, don't worry, he's fully recovered. All right, tune in next week. We always come up with these dad jokes. All right, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We'll be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week.